cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon commentary. Alright, so... Sometimes, I just want to say, as a parent, you just don't have the right answers. But at the same time, it's in a, it's in a situation where it doesn't matter. Did so, your daughter ask about your vagina again? No, no. I mean, that's, that's a very ambiguous situation still to this day. But... Um, it's like Schrodinger. I feel like I'm repeating the same jokes we made in the original. <laughs> Probably Schrodinger's <laughs> vagina. You don't know if it's there until you know it yeah. can be there and not there. Exactly. So, and I'm not willing to open that box. So, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, but the, this is the thing: is that I had a conversation with my daughter because she was like, she's five, and she was asking about gum, like chewing gum. Because she's had, you know, you know, she's been through multiple uh, Halloweens. She's had plenty of candy, and uh, she's actually tried to blow pop, uh, but never really got to like the center of it where it has the gum in it. So she understands there's this concept of like gum is like a candy that you chew that you're mm-hmm. not supposed to swallow. Mm. but like it's okay if you swallow it but it's like you don't swallow it and like it's like this weird thing where like there's there's lack of boundaries around it where she's like what do you mean it's a candy that you just chew and eventually spit out that's crazy so yeah that's um, not candy that's bullshit yeah so i made the mistake one time of talking to her about gum because she was asking questions and she was like but why do you spit it out and i'm like because you just chew on it because it has like a flavor that comes out when you chew on it and then eventually it loses all the flavor and you just spit it out. And she's like, yeah, but why do you like if it's if it's like candy, why do you spit it out? And I'm like, well, because <laughs> you just don't like it's you can't like digest it. I don't think I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't, I don't think I would put gum in the same the gum that she's going to eat, candy. the gum that she's going to eat is like candy. Cause it's either like gum in the center of a blow pop or it's like the, like gum balls out of like, uh, like she has like, we actually yeah. got mm-hmm. like a mini mm-hmm. gumball machine that like has tiny mm-hmm. gumballs in it. And it's like, it's presented in a candy fashion. Yeah, I guess. So like, so I made the mistake though of being like, well, gum balls are not like gum drops. And she was like, what is gumdrops? <laughs> and I was like, well, it's another candy. And it's chewy, but you can swallow it. And like, that's, that's all I... You gotta explain to her at some point, like, the world is fucked up. Bye. Yeah, well, so this is the problem, though. <laughs> is that, like, so she knows about gumballs, and she knows about gumdrops... And the only distinction between the two that she knows, because she has had neither, is that you can swallow gumdrops but not gumballs. But other than that, <laughs> there's like zero the sooner, difference. 
the sooner she learns that the English language doesn't make sense most of the time, or some of the time, I guess, the better. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll spend all of, you know, elementary school and whatever teaching you rules that just don't apply yeah, sometimes just don't, for yeah. no reason, whatever. Like <sighs> the whole vowel, consonant, vowel, you know, sounding out thing. It's just like sometimes you just throw it out the window. Why? Because yeah, fuck it. I mean, she's learning lots of... She's in kindergarten. She's learning a whole bunch of words. She can read, like, a whole bunch of, like, different, like, simple sentence stories that they've given her at this point. Uh, it's pretty impressive because I'm pretty sure at kindergarten, when when I was a kid, when we were kids, kindergarten was it was not a full day. It was a half day. And you basically sat in a classroom with other kids and played with, like, toys. Yeah, I like, don't remember doing a whole lot of learning in kindergarten. No. They were, like, literally, like, legit learning words, spelling things, spelling the alphabet, mm. counting to 100. Like, it is so much further advanced than what we did in kindergarten, which makes me scared because she's going to outpace <laughs> me, like, before high school. And then I'm just going to be like, oh, oh, no. Uh, well, I mean, it makes sense, you're... though. Um, because the the, the, tech to- the the technology of the world is so much more advanced than when we were kids. True. That mm. it's like, if you wait that much longer, it's like you're doing them a disservice, you know? Oh, totally. Well, the brain is mm. incredibly, like, malleable, where you can, you can learn an incredible amount. The problem is the attention span, right? So up until what I've heard is that up until the age of 12, uh, you can learn other languages as if they were your primary language. After the age of approximately 12, yeah. when you learn yeah. another language, you have to think in one of your native languages and convert those words to the other language. Mm-hmm. But if you fully learn another language before 12, you could actually just think in that language. So it makes it much more fluid. Um, so, I mean... It, Teaching kids more stuff earlier on, as long as it's not in a stressful environment, is totally, totally fucking great. And I'm just clogging up my kid's brain with the fact that gumdrops and gumballs mm-hmm. are very similar, but not quite the same. And you don't know the difference, and I'm not getting you either one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... Uh, mm. Yeah. Actually, she did She did try a mini gumball uh, from this like little mini like plastic dispenser that we got her and i feel like the 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 all the conversations that we had because of her questions made her nervous about it and she was about to eat one but then was like i'm scared to eat this wasn't sure what i don't know yeah because because it's because it's a thing like what happens when i put this in my mouth she knows it's going to be sweet like a candy it's going to be chewy and she's not supposed to swallow it and eventually she's supposed to spit it out and she's just worried about swallowing it so stress to deal with yeah so she's literally she was literally just like um she like almost bit it a couple times it was just like i don't i don't want to do this and i'm like that's (laughs) that's fine you know what go go pick something else out and she had some twizzlers and she was happy and you know, I don't know how you've, was you've given her a complex. Apparently, you know, parenting is fucking so, hard, man. Yeah. Uh, so one thing we've been dealing with is Carter has become a cookie monster. 
I see no problem. Because <laughs> my wife seems to think it is a, a must that we have cookies in the house at all times. At all times. Which, I mean, I mean, you look at us and, you know, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> but he knows exactly where they are. Mm, so uh... while we have child-proof, uh, like, little locking mechanisms for the cabinets... He just will bring, he'll grab you by the finger and bring you over to it and then point mm-hmm. and then do the more, you know. Oh, yeah, the more sign. sign language. <laughs> yep. And he, he can't quite say cookie, but he, he has like, you know, his version of it, which I can't even do it justice to, to repeat. Yeah. And we've had to break him of this habit because it's, it's getting insane. Like where it's just like, dude, you can't have like six cookies a day. You know, you do, like, so this is the thing is, you know how to break them of it. Oh, we already did. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say, you just, you, you start like, This cooking. is all past tense. Oh, gotcha. But it's just like, it's just like, it was getting to the point where it was ridiculous that I was just like, we can't anymore. Like, this can't be a thing. It needs to be, if he has a cookie, it's for a reason. Yeah. It's well, not just because he came to the cabinet and pointed at it. Well, like, not only that, mm. but, like, kids always think that. Like, even Maya d- does that sometimes now, where she's just, like, she asks for things that, like, we'll usually have, but, like, sometimes we don't have them. And she's older, so she understands, but, like, as a child, it's, like, you could put the cookies yeah. in, like, a clear jar and then just empty all the cookies out and, like, let them open the cabinet door and be like, oh, look, there's a cookie <laughs> jar. The look, there's there's no cookies in the <laughs> jar. We're all out. And like, and then he'll be like, ah, shit, we're out of cookies. Like, you know, instead, because yeah. like that is that is that like that's a, it's a very common thing where like the kids don't realize like finite resources. Cause so he's just like, the cookies are in here. They're always there. You give me one now because I want it. Like, <laughs> Well, the main thing we had to deal with was the fact that if you ever told him no, mostly in regards to cookies, but also, like, just, like, one of, one of his favorite things is to have me chase him around the kitchen island, because I think a while ago we mentioned how ridiculously large our kitchen island is. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, it's fun because it's a workout, and he's a lot of fun to play with because he, he's, like, so animated with everything he does, and he's so ridiculously fast that it's hard to catch him. And it's just like, if you even like hesitate for a second, like say you're sitting in the chair or sitting on the floor and he like pulls at your finger to try and get you to go up and play with him. And you don't immediately show that you're going to do it. He like flips out (laughs) and starts (laughs) crying and throwing a tantrum on the floor. And it's like, dude, it takes me a second to get up. But, like, in the case of, like, the cookies, it's just like, no, you can't just get your way. Yeah. Mm. Like, you're going to be just as fat as Dad if if we keep going. And you're going to get there a lot quicker because I can guarantee you I wasn't pounding cookies at your age. True. Not only I, that, I've like, never seen a picture of you when you were like, really little, and you were oh, really was, little. I was scrawny <laughs> yeah. until probably, like, 11 or 12. Mm. And that's when... Uh, my asthma medication changed, and I was yeah. effectively on steroids without having mm-hmm. done any exercise. So, mm. the, the moral of that story is you get fat. I don't know if that's. Yeah. I don't know if those yeah. types of steroids actually like help you build muscle. Really, 
Even well, no, they I didn't build want, muscle, I built fat. They want, yeah. yeah, they make you want to eat. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, that's the My thing brother. is, I don't, I don't yeah. feel like at any point I was eating a ridiculous amount. I know I was drinking a lot of soda. There was definitely that. Mm. Because I used to drink so much soda around that time that if, like, we were getting, like, grape soda... Mm-hmm. which I think was, like, my go-to back then. Eventually, I remember getting to the point where I wouldn't even taste it. Like, the taste meant wow. nothing to me. Like, I, it was just, yeah. like, a liquid was going down my throat. I don't I don't even taste what this is. You know what? I, I, I was that way, too, when my parents got divorced. Uh, I was living with my mother, and I just remember... Uh, I I don't know what the logic was behind the the parenting decisions, but uh, she would make Winning sure there was always a full yeah full bag of Doritos and a full bo- two liter bottle of Coca Cola ready for me every day when I came home from school. And I remember for a couple of years like pounding a bag of of Doritos and drinking a thing of Coke, and at some point. Because I, I went from a bean pole, like in first grade, I, I was like lean, nothing but muscle, you know. And, and then second grade, after the divorce, you could see like the the elementary school photos <laughs> where I go from like you know fit and you know active kid to blob. And uh, yeah, I, I I remember getting to the point with Coca Cola. I, I would drink that and drink it so often so much and it, it became such a thing that like i wouldn't even taste it it was just like i would drink it like water and now yeah. I, I i can't i can't even stomach to drink it just because it's it's so thick to me now because i i weaned myself off it years ago and i've been drinking water or seltzer so like if i drink it now it's just like it it's way too thick it's like drinking syrup to me it, it just mm. but yeah There goes yeah, our Coke so, sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, no, we just fucked that up. Yeah, we'll get Pepsi. Okay. Yeah, I like I like Pepsi better anyway. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's weird though, because Coca Cola, like, with regular Coca Cola, is better than regular Pepsi. Mm. But diet Coke, but diet is undrinkable yeah. compared to Whereas this, diet Pepsi. Yeah, diet is good. Pepsi. I'll give you that. I, I, I remember trying to switch to diet when I first started going to college when I was like 18. And like, I, I needed real Coke or I needed to, to do diet Pepsi because I, I couldn't do diet Coke for some reason. And then eventually, I, I guess I just hated myself enough and I, I started drinking diet Coke and got used to it. Uh, and I, I'll still drink it when I just need something with flavor, but uh, yeah. I mean, I'm that brings right, us to this week's sponsor diet, Dr. Pepper right, right now. I was going to say <laughs> right, the, real, right, the real drink of champions. Yes. Diet. Well, mm. no, uh, there's two doctors wait. on this podcast. <clears throat> I, am, I am drinking right now. Uh, of course you are. Most, yes. most, mostly like most, every podcast, mostly vodka with a <laughs> splash of, uh, Cherry Coke Zero. Cherry Coke Zero is pretty good. Hmm. It is way better. Well, number one, Cherry Coke is way better than regular Coke. And mm. number two, 
Cherry Coke Zero is way better than any like regular diet soda. Because diet soda Whoa. was like made with. I think the the good doctor has something to say about that. Well, so <laughs> no, but the thing is, yeah, Keith, I, I shut think, your mouth. I think that Doctor Pepper. Doctor no. Pepper's balls hitting Doctor Pepper forehead. Doctor Pepper Zero is better than Diet Doctor Pepper. How's that for a sponsor read? No, no, no. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Doctor Pepper Zero is better than Diet Doctor Pepper. Yeah, all the Zero ones are better because they use yeah. a different uh, a different sweetener. It's a better. I mean, it's a better sugar. Now, substitute. don't get me wrong. I'm perfectly yeah. willing to try it. I'm sure it'll be fine, but. Or the Dr. Pepper Cream Soda Zero. There's At that mm. point, you're getting to the point where it's like, the Diet Coke game is so ridiculous that why do we even make regular soda? I mean, technically... Like, if Diet <laughs> Soda could be this delicious, what's the point of a regular Dr. Pepper? True. What's the point of a regular... Cherry well, Coke. So, so let's take that and let's take it a step further. Technically, the original Diet Coke was when you just did enough cocaine to lose weight and you <laughs> called it a diet. <laughs> so, like, that's that is Diet Coke, and guess what? It's fucking delicious. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of cocaine, ooh, what's up, internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast <sighs> where Tom makes three of his friends watch Smiling Friends. Mm-hmm. Which is possibly the weirdest cartoon <laughs> that I've ever seen. And we've watched Uncle Grandpa. That's what. That's the main one I was thinking about comparing this to. Uh-huh. I'm Corey. What the fuck, Tom Zamier? I'm Tom. Is this supposed to not make me kill myself, O'Connell? <laughs> I'm Keith. I guess the sun's just going to explode anyway, Barnofsky. <laughs> and like I said, we're watching the first episode of Smiling Friends, which... Deceiving title. I was not prepared for. This is such an <laughs> existential mindfuck in the sense of... <laughs> like, wow. How could you get away with this? There's no way this happened on TV. This must have and gone like did. HBO. It no. did? What, no, what it went on talk? TV. It was. It's Adult Swim. Yeah. Oh, but it, it's God, also on HBO Swim, Max. Fucking it, was, insane. it was like 3 o'clock And it got renewed for a second season. No, it's oh like three. It's, it's very popular. It's got to be super late at night, Adult Swim, uh, where it's just that's... like it's all people that are drunk and high, staying up late, just watching like fucked you, up shit. The two of you know nothing about the show or the history or the making behind or any of the people involved with it. If you did, I think you'd have a greater appreciation for it because they, right. no, they might just they might just ask us <laughs> to be voices on so, the show because so that's. Tom. Tom, mm-hmm. educate us then. Yeah, tell us, tell us all like about that, that deep, that deep <laughs> lineage you obviously know no. about. No, I don't feel like doing it oh, now. Okay. I don't think you'll appreciate it. Actually, right. I so will. So that's the end of the so... podcast, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in one. Oh, there we go. Okay. So 
I will uh, explain why I picked this and a little bit about the, the behind the scenes of the show. So uh, I think it was back at the beginning of 2022, maybe you know early summer 2022, uh, I was on YouTube just watching videos and uh, I started getting recommendations for uh, these YouTube animators these like independent animators that make their own cartoons or own sh their own shorts on youtube and i almost picked uh a couple of these youtube shorts to be the episode tonight but then said hey you know what these guys got famous for doing this stuff on youtube and ended up getting a you know a, a deal with adult swim to make their own show uh but basically it's uh you know a group of these animators uh particularly Zach uh, Hadel, I think his name is. He's the voice of Charlie, uh, but he voices a lot of... Uh, he's a voice actor, uh, an animator. He, he's an internet sort of personality. He's... Uh, you know, if you watched a number of shows on Adult Swim lately, you might recognize his voice. Or, you know what, recently uh, High on Life came out. That game by... Um, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, uh, I think uh, yeah. Justin Roiland, yeah, uh, this game. Anyhow, um, I was actually playing a little bit of it, and uh, I instantly recognized uh, Zach's voice, because it's the same voice as Charlie from the show. Uh, and I was like, ah, no shit, he's also doing a voice in this game, besides all these other shows. But uh, anyhow, uh, these couple of guys on YouTube that have done their own animations. Uh, Zach is known for doing a lot of stuff on, uh, oh, shoot, what is it? Uh, something Grounds. Is it Battlegrounds? What, is, what was that old website that used to have all the Flash New videos? Newgrounds, thank you. Yep. He started doing stuff on Newgrounds like over a decade ago uh, and was known for doing that stuff and then eventually started doing his stuff on YouTube before uh, getting picked up and doing a, the show for Adult Swim. Uh, and there's other guys as well, like the guy who voices Pim, the co-creator of the show. Uh, what is his name? Michael uh, Michael Cusack. Uh, he's an Australian. I believe he's Australian. It, his accent sounds Australian. It's nothing like what Keith does, so it must be Australian. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, so these guys... Uh, anyhow, they collaborated, they're friends, they collaborated, got together, and they uh, were able to crank out this show. They cranked out this pilot, actually, in 2020, and it got enough uh, you know, critical response for Adult Swim to order it, and then they produced the whole series, and it aired last year, in 2022. Um, but I, I've followed some of their other work, and I enjoy these guys and their type of humor, and they're bizarre, really bizarre kind of humor sometimes. So I, I knew what I was getting into when I started this show. I purposely did not give you guys any clues <laughs> as to what you were in and for. I, you know, I refused to look at into it before watching. <laughs> I can hear your dog snoring, Tom. Oh, <laughs> I just want to I'm point sorry. that out for our... No, no, it's, it's it's fine. I just want to point it out for our podcast listeners, so that way they don't think that there's just like a random homeless person snoring in the background. <laughs> it's it's just Tom's English bulldog that has yeah. you know 
He's got a scrunchy face, so he makes a lot of noise sounds. <laughs> he's got a scrunchy face, but he's pretty quiet, except he's snoring. The reason he's so loud is he's he's actually using my leg as a pillow, and he's got his head cocked in a weird way. Other than that, he usually usually doesn't snore too much, and he's not a heavy breather. Um, in fact, I sometimes bulldogs they you could take them to the vet. They'll they'll check out their their nasal cavities to see if they need any like special surgeries especially for dogs like bulldogs and i brought him to the vet to make sure and the vet's like you know your bulldog's one of these bulldogs that have plenty of room he could breathe just fine so he he's a lot quieter than archie if you remember how oh, loud yeah. archie was yeah. yeah so let's remember the farts mostly the farts <laughs> yeah so <laughs> my my intention when going in to watch this episode was I was going to sit in front of the TV, I had my notepad, I was going to jot down some notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Within the first two minutes, I literally put the notepad down and stood up, <laughs> crossed my arms, and just watched the rest of the episode. <laughs> Standing in front of the TV, like, what the fuck, Tom? <laughs> I actually is the only note that I was able to write down. That's why the intro was so botched because I didn't finish writing it. So, I actually when watching this episode, I watched it twice today because it's only like a twelve minute episode. Mm. The first time watching it, I actually checked multiple times to make sure I was watching the right show and the right episode because I was like, it is it. It, but is it this? Is this the right thing? Is yeah, it looks like the right thing. And then, like, a couple minutes later, I was like, I gotta just check because I don't want to watch the rest of it. So this is not the right thing. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I don't, I don't particularly hate this show. This show is just, it's different. It's got a different feel- thing happening. I feel like almost like there's two ways you could approach it. It's like you either need to preface it with, hey guys, we're going to watch something weird this week. <laughs> or you could take Tom's approach of just dropping it in the chat and being like, yep. Smiling Friends episode one. It's well, on HBO. And this is the thing is like we've watched Uncle Grandpa, which was one of mine, <laughs> which was is, a really fucked up show. It was a fucked that up was show. Pretty fucked up. But this is the thing though, is but that not as dark. But this yes, not as dark, <laughs> the but darkness also of the this name, show. Yeah, but the name of the show was Uncle Grandpa. That automatically yeah. clues you into like, okay, this show's gonna be fucking weird. This show is called Smiling Friends. And when you <laughs> when you look at the cat the category it's under it's under dark humor it could not be more right yeah <laughs> uh, so sorry. Tom, I, will say, Tom. I will say they did they did a really good job of tying the a storyline and the b storyline together but i guess i'll let tom get into it yeah thank you <laughs> so yes uh we are this week covering Smiling Friends, uh, episode one of season one, because they renewed it for season two. Uh, episode one, which is called Desmond's Big Day Out. Uh, so, I, as I mentioned before, just 
from YouTube videos, I learned about this show and uh, picked it out. And uh, yeah, uh, as we just mentioned, I decided to fuck with uh, Keith and Corey and give them no warning whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, this next time I pick a head tie. Gonna be like, yeah. Watch this with your mother. This is gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, tentacles, tentacles. Mother. Thirty and seconds. You, no, in. actually, watch this with your grandfather. <laughs> See what he thinks. He won't remember. Uh, it's fine. That's true. Yeah. Well, you know, we should get one Tom's thing. Grandfather on the podcast. I think that would be fucking oh, hilarious. No. I, is that no. Tec- no? That's technically elder no. abuse. Because that's elder remember. abuse. Oh, yeah. He doesn't remember it. <laughs> we're gonna get. <laughs> we're gonna make him watch something fucked up. Get his reaction, and then he's not gonna remember the next day. That's. I mean, Keith, he won't remember the next mercy. minute <laughs> unless unless your mother is power of attorney signs off on it, and then apparently it's okay. <laughs> then 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 the onus is on her. Uh, yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> um, I felt like this. This felt like a, a something I'd see on Adult Swim. I know you guys thought it was a bit much to be on Adult Swim, or it should be something that was on much later. Uh, which I think it was. I think it was one of those ones that was like Sunday at, or, or technically Monday at like ten thirty in the morning, or not ten thirty, twelve thirty a.m. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyhow, it, it just it reminded me of Adult Swim seeing it, and uh, it reminded me of when I was younger watching Adult Swim. That's what I that I really liked about it when I first saw it. Anyhow, so this first episode starts off. We we enter it. Uh, we're in the uh, break room of the uh, Smiling Friends Incorporated, I believe it is. It's uh, a business where they basically uh, try to brighten people's day or or make them feel better or or bring happiness back in their life when they're feeling down. And uh, anyhow, we cut to their break room. Uh, Pim and Charlie are main characters. Uh, Pim is this uh, short pink guy with like one one little hair on his head and Charlie is this much bigger uh, yellow guy with a, a hat on and a big nose. Uh, they're watching um, a show which has a dancing alien on it. Uh, I used to know the story behind that and I forgot it and I wish I remembered it right now. But anyhow, they're watching it and, and Charlie is not interested at all. And, uh, during this, he sees Alan. He seems to be setting some mousetrap. He's, he's kind of distraught because uh, his precious piece of cheese went missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which cracked me up because I think like almost every time he references the cheese, he says, like, precious piece of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I, I just imagine that's how Keith thinks of every piece of cheese he eats. It's his precious piece of cheese. Yeah, every 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 piece of cheese is just as precious as the last. Yeah, and I get that. So anyhow, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Alan starts thinking uh, Charlie or Pim might have uh, taken the cheese, and they you know state they haven't, and uh, you know in the process Charlie misses whatever he was supposed to watch on the TV that Pim wanted him to watch, and uh, you know. The good part, <laughs> yeah, which I don't you know, even think we, spin. that's what it is, yeah. 
Um, yep. <laughs> uh, and right as you know, he's he's basically saying, "Yeah, you missed it. No, no big deal, but it's the thing I wanted you to see." Uh, an alarm goes off, uh, letting the the guys know that they need to go see the boss. <laughs> and I, I want to ask you guys before I explain this scene. Uh, were you prepared for it, or did you have any no. idea no. that <laughs> that what you, what you were about to see? Um, no, that set the tone though for the rest of the no, episode. This was, no, this was actually the point when I stood up <laughs> and crossed my arms because I was just like, "All right, that's where we're at." <laughs> None of the words I write down on paper matter. <laughs> Perfect. So. Uh, they enter uh, the boss's room, and uh, the boss looks at them and, and basically says, Hey, uh, you guys don't have a problem with somebody eating, right? And it's implied that the boss is going to eat his lunch or whatever, and the guys are like, Oh, yeah, no problem, no, no big deal. Uh, but then we see him take out a small baby and whip out one of his breasts, which is blurred in this uh, version that we yeah, watched. The nipple is blurred. The Wait, nipple so is it was live on TV. The, it was not blurred. There's a version where it's HBO not blurred. Censorship. It's like we can see Daenerys's boobs, but not this animated cartoon. Honestly, I'm kind of happy it was blurred. Breastfeeding. <laughs> no father. I, I'm kind of happy it was blurred. I don't need to see. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> like this wasn't about yes, this fat moment for it me. was it was supposed to be weird and gross that's exactly what it was and the blur was appropriate <laughs> so yeah um at this point the boss you know whips out a teat and uh proceeds to <laughs> breastfeed his his baby and uh yeah, in the his process he's not a baby <laughs> it's not is, breastfeeding it's... a baby it's well, just a, it's it's a little pink organism that has lips. It's not a baby. Whoa. What what do you Whoa. think a baby is, Keith? It does yeah. not look pink it does organism not, that it has does, lips. It does not have the okay. If your baby doesn't have lips we have a problem Keith. Or is a little if, organism. If those are the only qualifications to being a baby <laughs> <laughs> that opens the door. <laughs> That opens a door that you're going to want to slam shut. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyhow, the, while the breastfeeding is taking place, the boss explains to the to Pim and Charlie that there's a mother who called who's very concerned about her uh, son, Desmond, who, um, and uh, the boss basically explains that, you know, we need you to go cheer up, uh, cheer up the boy. Or cheer up the sun. They they make it. They make sure to word it in such a way that you're expecting it to be like a, a boy or a small you know a child. kid, yeah, a child, a small child. Uh, but as we see shortly after, uh, when they arrive at the mother's house, um, that it is not a small boy. It is in fact like a oh probably like a fifty five year old man uh, who <laughs> who's in his and bedroom. The, uh... Well, before we get to that, the the mother here, the the walk animation for her. 
I don't even have words for it. It was, just, it was literally just like her attacking the floor with her feet. Her, yeah. Rapid fire. And everybody else has regular, like, stride. Yep. It's like she was like, taking oh, okay. tiny steps, but yeah. ten times as fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, oh, that's oh done on God. purpose. It's all stylistic. It's all just... Yeah. No, I feel like they just did shit to be weird for the like, sake of being like, weird. Yeah. I feel like I'm negging on it right now, but in, in the end, I might want to watch more of this. I hope Just you because, do because like it's it's like a thing where it's like it's like a train wreck where you can't look away kind exactly. of thing. Yeah, no, that's like, that's what the do reason. They have for me next, it's like you're gonna watch the next episode to just be like, how how are they going? Like this was already so bad. How are they gonna make this worse for me? Please tell well, me. There's if you watch you, you'll recognize some internet voices because for instance Desmond I knew instantly oh, who Desmond Tom? was. Am I Tom? Well, okay. Am Sorry, I Corey. Know? I don't know famous people. He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. famous I don't people. know Corey. Corey will recognize and and our our one that. I've Okay, I've fine. I've been looking through the Wikipedia and I'm not seeing anybody's name here that I get. Um Okay, well, we actually brought up uh Salad Fingers, which is, I believe his name's David Firth, um, the is, creator this, of Salad Fingers. He he voices uh, Shrimp in that is, episode, like, four or five? I can't remember that is, the number. That makes, that makes more sense than anything that has happened thus far, because this show has such a Salad Fingers fucking vibe to it. <laughs> that, like, and the thing is, I've watched Salad Fingers back in the day, and it's... Mm-hmm. And honestly, I just couldn't put my finger on it. This show is yes. like if you made a Salad Fingers sitcom that did not include <laughs> Salad Fingers directly. <laughs> that's what this is. Yeah, I could get, I could see that. Yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah. C- continue with uh, the description oh, so, of Desmond. <laughs> so yes, uh, they they follow Desmond's mother to his room and and she you know they they get there they enter the room and they see this like 55 year old man who uh I think he's in his his boxers with a a shirt his he's overweight his belly's kind of spilling out underneath you could see his uh, chest scar where I guess he must have had some, some sort surgery. of heart surgery at some point and he has a revolver to his head uh and you learn that his him being mopey was a little uh underplayed it's he's absolutely yeah. depressed and suicidal with his life uh and, and proceeds they, to explain and they got there right in his last few minutes yes um so hold on. i was like oh my god i got i got i gotta i gotta ask tom um mm-hmm. this is the first episode is it always like this where like they get hired for these jobs and they find people <laughs> that are about to just fucking off themselves or is it like a range of scenarios? Like, uh, I feel like it's a range of scenarios, but there's usually dark twists. Okay. Mm. All right. Desmond just happens. It just happened to he be the first the, episode. Yeah. No, where he he's, did, he yeah, did the he's dark, extreme he case. Yeah. He, no, he did the dark twist right up front. Like that was, yes. Yes. That's okay. what it is. Cause like I, I could think I'm not going to tell you anything more, but the other episode I was going to pick cause it's fantasy adventure themed. 
uh, the dark twist is at the very end instead. So, you know, the, the they're all it's the episodes are kind of similar but different. But uh, I like the series, and I'll proceed to explain. Uh, so. I just described Desmond physically. Uh, he's voiced by Mike Stoklasa uh, from Red Letter Media, uh, which I know I've talked to you guys about in the past. They do YouTube videos, uh, Best of the Worst. But particularly, he's doing the voice he does for his character, Mr. Plinkett, uh, in his uh, Star Wars reviews, which he's famous for on the internet for doing his Star Wars reviews, particularly the Phantom uh, Menace review, Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. He did this review basically doing the voice of Desmond, uh, and he plays this character, Mr. Plinkett, and he just explains technically what's wrong with the film, but he does it in this sarcastic, old, fat, you know, disgusting man kind of persona, but he, he uses his film skills because he went to film school and he's made his own movies and he's got his own production company. And he, he does, from a technical standpoint, point out all the things, you know, valid criticisms, but he does it in a sarcastic and humorous way. Uh, so I was actually kind of wondering if, Corey, if you had ever heard about those uh, Mr. Plinkett's no, reviews. Honestly, if it's on YouTube, it might be what I fall asleep to tonight. Because I usually like watch some something like a little bit more long form documentary. Yeah. Style because oh, this is hours. Like he'll do like a, yeah. I think it's like an hour and a half or something. So it's almost as long or longer than the the movie itself. And he he ended up doing reviews for all the prequels, and then later on with with uh, his other shows like uh, oh was it uh, Half in the Bag? They covered uh, the newer Star Wars movies that came out. Um, anyhow, so uh, Mike voices Desmond, and he does the voice of Mr. Plinkett, which if you go and watch those reviews, you'll you'll instantly recognize that voice and uh, know who the character is. Uh, anyhow, um, Charlie and Pim start talking. They kind of huddle together to have a private talk, because uh, Charlie does not believe uh, there's any kind of saving for Desmond. He pretty much thinks he's too far gone. Let's just, you know cut our losses here um but pim said hey we've never given up before we can't do it now come on we gotta prove it. we gotta show him there's something to live for and something to smile for because that's our mission um so yeah uh let's see after this we cut to alan which is as Corey was mentioning there's a, a b story there's an a story and then a b story and they really uh in the end they weave together really nicely um so we start the b story which uh is alan he's in the office uh break room again and he's counting paper clips uh and he notices one of the paper clips is missing uh he asks his fellow co-worker, I believe his name is Glep, the little guy with yep. the, the purple hat. Yeah. He asks Glep, uh, you know, if he's seen the missing paper clip. And, of course, Glep starts uh, speaking in a, a voice or a language that you don't understand. But I recognized it because it's something uh, the voice actor does. It's a voice he, he kind of does often uh, on some of the YouTube videos where he's like, doing characters or whatever it's it's something he does he just talks in that weird language if he's like doing an alien impression or 
like uh, trying to talk in some fantasy language. He'll do Glip's voice. Uh, so Glip pretty much denies taking anything, and uh, Alan uh, eventually, what was it? He heard the mouse trap go off, right? Yep. Yeah. And yes. When he went to check it, the cheese was gone, and there was just blood everywhere. Right. Right, right. It was like a trail of blood. Yes. So at this point, he swears to to go after the the mouse that stole his cheese. Um, And I'm trying to remember, is it, does he move the refrigerator and he finds the hole, or was there just a hole in the wall? I, 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 he moved something. I don't know if it was the refrigerator. This was probably the best part of the episode, I feel. Like, the (laughs) storyline was the better part of the story of the episode and i really like that's what makes me want to watch more is the stuff with alan mm. ah because he's definitely so, like an obsessive compulsive kind of person like he he's counting paper clips mm. you know he's very concerned about cheese very anal about mm-hmm. that shit and <laughs> he he gets through the wall and he encounters somebody but it's not a rat no it's just some man in front of a computer, which if you notice in the background, there's like tubs or little uh, pumps of lotion, you know, little... Uh... Oh, God. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that the second time playing the, it today. The man is not wearing clothes. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's hard to know if it's a weird thing that he's not wearing clothes, because you don't get the feeling that anybody well, wears clothes. The animation other style than, like, is weird. Tie. Yeah, the animation style is weird. So, but I feel like they they went with a more flesh color for him and then oh, yeah. mm. give him no indication of clothing. And then he covered the monitor. Yeah, he's covering the <laughs> monitor with his hands like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, and Alan basically asks him if he's seen the mouse. And uh, the guy says no, and then basically tells Alan, hey, you know, you you should knock before entering someone's place first. Make yourself known. Yes, make yourself known. (laughs) And uh, then Alan... Pretty sure you're not even supposed to be here. (laughs) Yeah, but what is he going to do? He's going to be like, hey, I'm coming in. The guy's going to be like, me too. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's weird. Like... The dude literally lives in the walls of this business and just jerks <laughs> off at a computer all day. Like it's, <laughs> they got good Wi-Fi. I mean, I guess, I That's guess what Tom does to your house. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, so, I'm oh, sorry, shit. Tom. I'm oh, sorry, Tom. Jeez, J- future key, uh, future Corey. Remember to edit this out. You know, I guess it just adds the insulation in the walls, huh? <laughs> Yes, because that's what I do. I, I insulate your walls. Well, let's see. That's, that's what I'll have to call it from now on. That's the, the euphemism. Gonna go insulate some walls, Keith. <laughs> Gonna go insulate some walls. You know, actually, if you use that outside of this group of the three of us and our myriad of listeners, uh, nobody will know what you're talking about because <laughs> if you just went, uh, you know what, I gotta go insulate some walls. People will just be like, oh shit, I didn't know Tom did construction. <laughs> so, Tom, does it hurt when you come fiberglass? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they call it blown-in insulation, so it's... 
that's a personal question that I, I don't feel uh, I should answer. But yes, yes, it does. It hurts. <laughs> if the walls burn... <laughs> if they're hot to the touch, does that mean he just gave my house gonorrhea? <laughs> oh. Just gotta... Hey. I'm concerned. You're putting your See, DNA over her, Tom. It's a problem. Well now, now, as part of an elaborate prank, I'm going to somehow have to find a way to get your house to have hot gonorrhea. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're going to have to make the walls burn. And I was like, shit, you're going to light my house on fire. Fuck. No, no, That's I'm going to make sure your house has STD. So I can laugh at your house every time I drive by it. So every time, wow. like I turn the hose on, it burns. Like, oh, oh no, that's what you do. You hook up. Um, I don't want to give you ideas, but you hook up the hot water line to the hose instead of the cold water line. So every time you turn the hose on, it burns. Yeah. Uh, and every time I drive by your house, I'm gonna just shout. You should have used protection. <laughs> Uh, and your neighbors are going to be like, what the hell you know, is my, wrong with your friend? My garden is going to hate me next year when I'm just watering it with like 140 degree water. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, I'm going to have to buy a bunch of cactuses and like pretend I live in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyhow, yep. back to the show. Uh, Pim and Charlie ended up bringing uh, Desmond over to Pim's house or his family's house. Uh, to show him basically uh, that family is worth living for. Uh, and we're introduced to several members of Pim's family his cousin, uh, his sister, uh, Amy, uh, his sister's boyfriend, who just has a, oh, what did his shirt say? Alpha. <laughs> He's just this yep. big, muscular guy who doesn't say anything till like the end of the meal, but it just with the shirt that says alpha across it uh pim's mother's there and uh a whole bunch of like younger siblings or or cousins or whatever they're all running in the background and like the second time i watched the episode i paid more attention to the shit going on in the background than i did with the foreground and i saw like some uh almost some uh foreshadowing for the next episode which mm. kind of mm. cracked me up i was like oh wow this is kind of cool. Uh, anyhow, yeah, so, was, so it his, was it his cousin that had the tech deck? Yes. Yep. That was that was pretty. That was, that was a nice callback to just childhood in general, I guess. Like, I don't know if you guys had those things, but my brother I did. Wanted to be good. I always wanted to be good with one because I certainly wasn't going to be on an actual skateboard. Yeah, perhaps you should explain what a tech deck is for our so, three listeners. Back in yeah, back in the day, <laughs> there was this video game called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and because of that being so popular, <laughs> they came out with these little toys that were like probably action figure size. To be honest, I never really played with tech decks with my action figures, which was probably a fail on my part. But <laughs> kids would try and use their pointer finger and their middle finger like legs and try and do like tricks with the tech decks like do ollies do kick flips and shit like that and some people i love that you know the name 
Oh, of course. I, I played Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you try and do a pop shove so, it, you know. So I, I owned I owned one of these. Back I then. owned a few. So the thing is, though, is that like, I don't know about you, Corey, but I owned one of these, and I was like, okay, let me try to do some tricks. Let me figure this thing out. And I and I kind of figured out like, oh, okay, this is this is how you can do like an ollie, and then I was like, the this is terrible. <laughs> because you know what this is is that if I do this in front of other people that can actually skateboard they're gonna look at me like I'm crazy yeah like it was one of those things where it was just like this if skateboarding did not exist and only the tech decks existed fine the problem is that skateboarding existed so if you could only skateboard with your fingers, you were basically just um, admitting to be like fully uncoordinated or unwilling to learn how to skateboard. Yeah, like I wonder what the mm. Venn diagram of like crossover on that is. I guarantee like people who know how to skateboard and people who know how to skateboard with a tech deck. Ah, uh, totally separate circles. <laughs> like really? Because I feel like there's got to be a pretty decent part in the middle there i don't i i just don't and see i feel like there's another part of that venn diagram with people who played tony hawk mm. it probably oh yeah no the whole circle no every pretty much everybody <laughs> that used a tech deck had played tony hawk some people that had played tony mm-hmm. hawk also know how to skateboard but like i don't think that anybody that actually proficiently that could do like a kick flip on command with a real skateboard actually ever use the tech deck for more than like three seconds. Cause they probably, they might've used one and been like, Oh wait, I already know how to do this with my well, feet. Yeah, there's probably like that momentary like lapse of like, Hey, this is pretty cool. And then you're just like, wait, why I know how to do this in real life. Like I don't the, need to learn how to do it with my fucking fingers. Yeah, like I know how to do the more impressive <laughs> version of this already. Why am I putting effort into the the lesser impressive version? Like, mm. all right, but that, I feel like that's about as much time as we could possibly talk about tech decks on a podcast. That's true. <laughs> that's so. true. Okay. Hello, dear listeners. It's your old pal Tom here. Real quick to ask for your assistance in helping us grow the podcast by leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, if you enjoy the show, or at least Keith hasn't offended you yet, why not share it with your pals and family? So, uh, at this point, his cousin, uh, or Pim asks his cousin to uh, show Desmond his his skills with the tech deck. Uh, the cousin then proceeds to pull it out and, and try to do it, but fail in the process and like, say oh, something wrong. Which is yeah, like even worse yeah. of a scenario. If you pull out a tech deck and then you fail at that, yep. like you can't do that, man. If you pull out so, a tech deck in front of people, you got to kill it. So, so after this disappointment, uh, Pim explains how his sister's sitting across the table and that they love each other and you know blah 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 anyhow the sister immediately 
interjects and says, no, I hate you. I genuinely hate you. I don't love you at all. <laughs> uh, further disappointing the situation. Uh, and eventually we get to the mother who starts yelling at the father who's in the other room watching TV rather than sitting at the dinner table with the family because the father just spent 14 hours in the coal mine and wants to relax watching TV. Um, I'm pretty sure... 48. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said Oh, it was 48? Yeah. I think that was part of the joke where he basically just said... I spent 48 hours in the coal mine today. And it was just one of those things where it was like, it was so ridiculous. Like, yeah. You know, it makes more sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, the parents start yelling back and forth, like shouting at each other. And during this, all of a sudden the guy wearing the alpha shirt, the, the boyfriend, the sister's boyfriend just barfs up some green, whatever, like just right on the table and starts, uh, immediate immediately apologizing for ruining everything <laughs> and uh at this point desmond starts to wonder like how is this supposed to make him not want to kill himself because yeah. family has proven to be just terrible so pim pim responds by saying okay well don't worry if family isn't the right thing Friends, friends are the solution because you know friends are worth living for, right, guys? Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you were asking us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Sometimes they uh, make you watch Smiling Friends, but it's worth living for. Uh, I mean, so you had to know that we weren't going to jump on that response, right? Well, I, I kind of expected Keith to, to not realize to, that the joke would be to be quiet. I thought Keith would be like, sure, and he'd be all buddy-buddy. Corey, I expected to go along with the joke. No. You, though, Keith, you disappointed me. You hurt I, my feelings. I, I disappointed you by doing the appropriate thing by not jumping yep. on it? Because I my expectations... <laughs> We're we're in a different direction. Okay, let me do, let me do a retake. Yeah, friends are great. Who else is gonna jerk me off? Oh God! Oh, <laughs> gotta insulate those. <laughs> what was it? Insulate the walls? Yeah, <laughs> it, it explains oh. all the glory holes in my drywall. This is, this is this is like when you get a friend to help paint paint your uh, your. Uh, your, oh. your bonus room or something <coughs> no honestly i can say you guys can you did, lend me a hand tom you you guys <laughs> you guys did not help me paint my house when i first bought it there were some other so friends for, that i had that offered that because the thing is i i hate fucking painting but i had a couple yeah, other too. friends that offered to, to help me paint and i really wish honestly it was it was help at the time but if you paint a wall, like then with you a don't roller, give a fuck about that wall. Well, the thing is, like, okay, it's one thing. Like, if you so everybody wants to get a roller because nobody wants to cut the lines around the molding and stuff because it's very tedious and requires some skill. So everybody grabs rollers. The problem is that when people grab rollers, they then they get some paint on the roller, and then they start painting the wall. And when the roller starts running out of paint. What they do is they just push harder to push more yeah. paint on the roller. And you know what they do is they basically 
push so hard that it makes the nails in the drywall like pop out or it compresses the drywall in. I don't know what it does, but like after pushing so hard, you see all of the roller lines and then all of the nail pops and then you're just stuck with that forever. And the only way to fix a nail pop is to literally like carve out the section of uh, spackle around that nail pop, use a punch hammer further in, put a screw in above and below it, re-spackle, and then repaint. And I'm not willing to do that to like most of the walls of my house at this point. Because it's like one of those things where I'm just like, I would need three weeks off consecutively from work to like actually go around, do that to everything, and then try to repaint everything. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll tackle it in one room at a time at some point. But like, it was just, it was one of those things where it was just like at the time, it was a bunch of free paint work. I shouldn't complain about it. But like years later, I look back on it and I'm just like, yeah, you, you did not you did not know how to paint and it really kind of fucked me long term. Like. Yep. But it wasn't you yep. guys, which is why I'm telling that story. I was, I, I kept wanting to say your friends clearly suck and you should have picked us to paint. I know well, Corey doesn't no, like I'm painting, still, but I'm I like painting okay and I'm good at it. This. So, well, this is fucked it up too, to be honest. I am, I am, okay at painting i wouldn't say i'm good at it because i don't like doing it but i at least know what not to do the problem is that if i'm painting my own shit sometimes i do get a little too sloppy and it's like one of those things where i'm like i'm rolling i'm rolling this wall and like i'm you know dipping the roller appropriate appropriate amount of times i'm not pushing too hard whatever but sometimes I might accidentally touch the ceiling, especially because I have a popcorn ceiling. So it's like you touch just a tiny bit of the popcorn and then you have to come back a week later and get a little white paint and touch that up. And it's like, and I'm like, I don't know. It's a whole fucking thing. Honestly, that's why part of, part of the reason why I hate painting, it's because it's a whole fucking thing. It's, it's like, it's because yeah. you think you could just go to Home Depot and get paint and then paint. And it's like, no, no, you can't do that. You got to have... Then edge you never brushes. have enough paint. Oh, well, well it depends. <laughs> you have to judge that based on how long it's been since you've painted. If you've not painted in a long time, you're going to need probably 50% more paint than you think because the walls are dry and they're just going to suck up that paint immediately. And then I usually buy the paint primer at one and that stuff's really thick so it doesn't spread as far anyway. So like for a room like my bonus room... When we painted this room, it was like, this room's like 15 by 20, roughly. Um, it's a pretty big room. I think I went through five gallons of paint. Jeez. Which, yeah, because the problem is, is that the original paint in this room was like the, um, it was like the original like white painter's white, like that they do in a house when they build a house. Oh, they yeah. Just do painters yeah. White. So the house sat here for flat. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the house painters because we yeah. we bought this house when it was like twelve. This house was twelve or thirteen years old. We've been here for a while now, but like we didn't paint it right away, so it was probably like fifteen years old. So it was painted flat white, probably one coat over the drywall. That's it. Like you know, so we went to go paint it, and then on top of it, we painted it this like 
orange that I picked out. It looked great on the fucking card, but it's really like a basketball orange. <laughs> um, it just happens when you pick out paint, apparently. But yeah, we painted the first coat, and we're like, okay, yeah. And it was paint and primer in one, and we were like, it definitely needs a second coat. We painted the second mm. coat, and we were just like, oh, shit, this still looks like shit. This is still like splotchy. We need a third coat. And the third coat looked really good. Except for the fact that it's a terrible color. I mean, it had great coverage, though. <laughs> great coverage. Covered up all the white. I don't know. Uh, that's enough adulting for today. So, yeah. what, Tom, what so back to the show. Yeah. Uh, we move to uh, the party where Pim is trying to show Desmond that you can make new friends, uh, which is a yeah. good reason to live. And he decides to go up to some random man who's talking to another person at this party that they they just sort of crashed. And uh, when he does, he, he kind of like touches the guy, he taps him or, you know, to get his attention. And the guy is um, instantly... But- yeah, but you realize, like, he basically just, like, touches the guy's ass. Because <laughs> like, Pim, Pim is really short. And, like, my second watch through, I was, like, looking for this. Because the guy reacted very negatively. And, like, mm. Pim basically, like, walks up and just, like, pinches an ass cheek. <laughs> like, if you watch it again... He, he, like, because they do it, he does it so nonchalantly, it doesn't look like this, but he walks up and literally just reaches up and, like, just grabs a chunk of the guy's butt and lets go. And you're just like, what? So then the guy's reaction is kind of warranted. I just watched it. I don't know if it's his butt. It looks like maybe what what what's the hamstring? What's it's, what's below the okay upper quad. upper th- okay. I mean, if you're grabbing hammy, let's let's be honest. Okay. If somebody walks up to the back of you and just grabs a handful of hammy and just goes hi, are you gonna feel okay about that? You gonna like, be- I feel like you're either fucking or you're fighting at that point. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very weird. Uh, <laughs> It's a weird introduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to try to to, you know, play devil's advocate or, you know, counter the argument, but nah, all right. Uh yeah. It it it's weird and uh anyhow, so the guy is absolutely disgusted by the fact that Pim touches him. And, uh, you know, starts kind of mocking him and, and just bullying him and suggesting that Pim is old and should return to his wife and family. And, uh, you know, all the other people at the party start to laugh at Pim uh, being made fun of. Uh, Pim doesn't think he's too old. Uh, however, Charlie eventually, you know, states, no, we're all getting old. You you know, when you think about it, you're old, I'm old, we're all getting old, yep. we're not getting younger. And that's, that's a when I heard existential crisis, yeah, but when I heard that, like it, it hit and me mine. hard too. Yeah, yeah, I was like, holy shit, he's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, at this point, uh, Desmond pretty much says, okay, well, you know, I guess I'll just kill myself then. And, and Pim says, no, 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 
know, we still have, uh, you know, one more thing we can do. And it's go to Dave Land. And uh, that's when we cut to this place called Dave Land, uh, this amusement park that everyone seems to be happy and riding the rides and full of joy. And, uh, you know, there's like a theme song playing in the background. And uh, anyhow, uh, Desmond eventually asks Pim, you know, who who is Dave? <laughs> and Pim does has no idea who pay who Dave is other than the person who made the park. And uh I don't know why, but I actually found that both hysterical and infuriating at the same time. I feel like it was one of those things where it's like um it was making fun of theme parks in general, just being like, mm. you don't give a shit about the like the major mascot of the theme park. Mm-hmm. All you care is about the the attractions. Like, like mm. it's called this. Like- it's like so if you go to Six Flags, does anybody walk in and go, Who where where are they? Can I find the Six Flags? Like, no. Well, you probably just look up in that case, but True. I feel like what must have <laughs> happened here is the creators or the writer of the show, I don't know if they're one and the same. This is probably, like, an inside joke that really, like, gets... It, it like, pops them, so they put mm. it in. Like, it's probably, like, that third friend that's not on the show. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll have to figure that out. I well, kind of want to know now, but we won't. <laughs> Might not be an answer out there. True. So, uh, anyhow, uh... We're at Dave Land. Uh, you know, they're riding the rides. They're doing all sorts of things and uh, having fun, supposedly. And uh, eventually, let's see, they, they uh, what do they do? They Yeah, they do all these different sort of a, a mini montage of uh, different activities. And uh, I think we cut to the next scene with Alan again. Alan's back on searching for that mouse who stole his precious piece of cheese. Uh, instead of finding a mouse, he discovers uh, a little... I don't, how would you describe this thing, guys? The little humanoid person that's like three inches tall and... Isn't it basically the same kind of creature that was sucking on that teat? <laughs> I don't I, think I don't that it is. And Blib so. and whatever are all the same thing. I don't think so. Blibblies. Like, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think they're the same thing. It was totally different shape and color. Yeah. Having seen the episode once, it all seemed the same to me. That's because it's all fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, no, uh... these these things are like purple, little purple creatures. Uh, anyhow, so uh, Alan ends up running into uh, one of these creatures, and he notices it's missing a hand, it's wounded, it's it's bleeding, but it has the piece of cheese. And, uh, you know, Alan feels sort of bad that it's hurt and, and, and sort of starts talking it to it nicely and trying to comfort it. And eventually says, though, he's going to need his piece of cheese back. And this blibly all of a sudden turns kind of psychotic and stabs Alan's hand with the missing paper clip. Uh, you know, Alan was counting before. It turns out the Blibly stole it and turned it into a basically a makeshift shank. I think, unfortunately, that just reinforces Alan's uh, neuroticies. Um, 
because nobody should be counting paper clips in their life uh, because paper clips are so mm. fucking cheap. Why would you be counting them? But the problem is he noticed one missing and then he got stabbed by the missing paper clip. And that's really going to fucking scar him for a long time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, you know, physically. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, at this point, the Blibly takes off and it runs towards this cocoon, which I guess I would describe as basically a giant purple scrotum that's just sort of hanging from a ceiling. Right? Sorry, chewing. Oh, I thought you guys... I thought you guys were just like fucking with me. Like, no, no, yeah, it no. didn't look like a scrotum at all. You're just weird, Tom. No, I okay, good, okay. No, it was definitely so, scrotum like. Yeah. I don't know where okay. He's his tiny bladder was probably telling him it was time to take a bathroom uh, break. Yeah, Keith, yeah, are you listening to us? Uh oh, Keith. We caught Keith. him dick in hand. Dick in hand. <laughs> you hear us? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> You better watch those little <laughs> penis fingers. He's he's insulating some walls right now. <laughs> Ew. Damn it, Keith, you got caught. <laughs> Have I ever been caught where I, I take a bathroom break or do something and yeah. and you guys Yeah, no, okay. It's just, it's just it's just incredibly hard to tick myself off mute. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just, there's there's like four different passwords I have to put in. It's it's just it's very, very complicated. Yeah. I have to actually sure. I have to finish peeing and then shake it and then walk back into the room. It's 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 a hard thing. I mean it's not hard. It wasn't hard. There was nothing hard. It shouldn't be that hard, Keith. It's pee. Yeah. Yeah. Like why um why are you hard while you pee? You yeah, well, Superman what? flying position? Well it makes it it makes it hard to pee when it's hard. <laughs> Hence the Superman flying position. Yeah. <laughs> you think that yeah. I can do any sort of aer- aerobatics? <laughs> I, I would consider that aerobatics even though it's probably not. I feel like he'd end up breaking the toilet trying something like that. That would be scary. Or breaking himself. One or the other. I I'd rather break myself than the toilet. I feel like that's a scary thing to break a, a porcelain uh I don't know. Sharp, sharp edges, man. Mm, true. It's true. like a fear. If you were sitting on a, on a toilet and it just like broke, wouldn't you get like severely cut? Okay, so once back when I was like 14, maybe 15, I just started living with my father in his, his house. I'm very and curious I was use, to where this is going. Using one of the bathrooms and it was a... Uh, I forgot what the material was that the, the that the seat was made out, but the seat broke while I was sitting on it. And when it broke, you know, it went down, but it ended up pinching my cheek. You know, when it, it and it left a welt. It hurt so fucking bad. And I remember after that, I was like, anytime I buy, you know, a, a replacement toilet seat, it's going to be the most expensive, thickest, highest quality seat you could imagine because i never want to have another welt on my ass cheek from a toilet seat yeah so 
Yep. <laughs> Anyhow, back to smiling friends. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we were just before you went to go take your pee break in the middle of us podcasting because no, we're I so heard, professional. I heard you all. I heard you all. Um, I was touching yes. my penis when you told me to touch my penis. <laughs> I mean, not because you told me to, but just because I already was. Sure. Okay. I was ahead of the game. I was a trendsetter. Yeah. yeah. So you, well, you treated it like an instructional. Well, no, I was already doing it. Sequence. I was. You guys. You guys were actually late to the party. Mm. Sure. Is it just assumed that we all have our hand on our dick right now? I mean, I don't at the moment. <laughs> I did when you guys were telling me to, though. But oh, okay. uh, but not because you told me to, because I wanted to. <laughs> A, I mean, little column a, a little column B. Because I on, had be to. <laughs> I mean, you got to aim, right? <laughs> you don't pull the trigger without having both hands on the gun, you know? <laughs> Firefighters don't just fucking plug the hose right, in and right, let it first go. Off, first off, Keith, let's not get crazy here. You don't have a hose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keith went from revolver like a, a handgun to 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 hose. It's a, it's a good thing to fire hose. fire hose. It's a good thing you stopped me because I didn't know how I was going to escalate that further. <laughs> uh. He's gonna say he had Corey's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I could have I could have just transitioned and talked about Corey's penis instead of my own. Yep. So the reason we're doing all this this uh, genital talk is we we were talking about how Alan chases after the Blibly, and it it leads him back to this cocoon, this purple like cocoon that looks like a scrotum, and he starts pounding on it, demanding that it gives him his cheese back. And after hitting it enough, it cracks open and erupts, uh, emitting tons of these bliblies, these little purple creatures that just end up swarming him and invade the whole building. Um, and right as this happens, we cut back to the boss, who the boss is actually one of my favorite characters, though in this pilot episode he doesn't have a lot of time. Most episodes he doesn't have a lot of time. He's But uh, you cut back to him and he's like playing... Uh, you know, when I saw him play, I don't know what game he's playing, but it made me think he's like playing Counter Strike or something like that. You know, and uh, he just shouts to, to hearing the noise. He just shouts, you know, keep it down or keep it quiet. You know, and and he goes back to playing with his friends, and he, he's like, yeah, "Sorry, guys, group, I'm back." Something group based. Yeah, yeah. It actually kind of made me <laughs> kind of made me think of when we used to play. Uh, Rise of Nations together. Not not that that was the same kind of game, but uh, when we used to do the LAM parties and stuff. I don't know. But anyhow, uh, so we cut back to Pim and uh, Charlie and Desmond. We're back at Dave Land, and uh, Pim basically asks, Hey, Desmond, are you feeling any better? Like, you know, did I... How, how did Dave Land do? And... And Desmond goes, you know, yeah, I am feeling better, but now I'm not, because I'm just realizing it was only temporary, and 
uh, proceeds to basically explain his depression is over the fact that he's coming to the realization that life is just sort of a, a fleeting experience where you're trying to drown out the misery with these fleeting moments of happiness doing these pointless things and in the process yeah. he totally depresses Pim and leaves Pim just absolutely soulless uh, you know, you it, know what and, also is happening in the process of that speech? What? Uh, my rating for this episode was climbing a little bit because it was just like, ah, <laughs> a point! A point <laughs> to it all! Yeah, actually, I was thinking the same thing. I was just like, holy shit, this guy fucking gets it. He fucking yeah. gets it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so at this point, Pim is basically, uh, you know, speechless and uh, Desmond is is pretty much all set to kill himself again, and and um, I guess Charlie Charlie makes one last attempt to to convince Desmond that you know life is worth living by you know he looks all around frantically because you know you could tell Charlie is not the best worker at smiling friends mm-hmm. or not the most dedicated worker, so he just kind of puts the bare minimum in and he just goes uh what about that and he you know points at this ant that's on the ground and you know desmond actually actually thinks it's kind of cool for a little bit but then again gets kind of bored and is like i think he says like oh that's kind of cool but uh doesn't make me like not want to kill myself (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's just like oh shit okay right so uh, at this point, you know, Charlie's just like, yeah, okay, we failed, and uh, let's just head back to the office. We'll sign the paperwork saying we, we couldn't complete the job, and you could just do what you need to do. And uh, I think he even picks up Pim, because, like, Pim is just so devastated after listening to that speech from Desmond that he's yeah, not he's even like moving. Yeah, he's ca- Yeah, exactly, catatomic. So, yeah, Charlie just kind of walks by picks him up and just starts walking, you know, off scene. Uh, we cut back to the headquarters, the Smiling Friends uh, headquarters, and uh, Charlie, uh, Pim, and Desmond are entering, and we see this kind of horrific scene of a crucified Alan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's actually nailed to a cross. The Pim... Bliblies have nailed him up there, and Alan just simply set, you know shouts out loud that he he only wanted his his piece of cheese. That's all he wanted, nothing else. That's it. Um, so at this they're point, they're also stabbing him with a spear. Oh God, yeah, just like the, just what like it? what they Spirally did to Jesus, nice. like yeah, yeah, spear of destiny, right? Mm, what the hell is that called? I'm trying to remember what the. What's called, um, but yeah, I didn't know it was called something. It, yeah, I thought it, it has a name because it's it's same begins with an L. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this will, was like a an Assassin's long, Creed long mythological Dennis, weapon. Longinus, the Holy. But yes, the Sphere of Longinus. Yes, yep, that's it. Yeah. Wait. What? Yes. The only reason I know this is because it's relevant in Evangelion. Ah, but like, I thought you were going to say you watched Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Oh no, I watched that too, but I didn't. You know, uh, they bring it. They, that's that. that's the thing. Yeah, the spear tip is what they 
That's the thing they find at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Of yeah, they find, yeah. Just, they find just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's a so, funny yeah. thing, Corey, is that when it's all over, they only find the tip. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you get rid of it, mm. they find it. Right. <laughs> oh, I feel like there's a circumcision joke we can make in there. Just, that's why I was. That's why I was. It, but he couldn't I was, find that. Uh, yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. I was alluding it's like you're trying to, to find it. the light switch in the dark, and the, you're just like, ah. The, the, the problem is, is I was relying on. He knocked Corey. over the lamp instead. I was relying on Corey to talk about his own penis, and he didn't. Mm. <laughs> so. So, yeah, anyhow, we're back at the headquarters. We see Alan being crucified by the Bliblies, when all of a sudden the, the main Blibly who stole the cheese to begin with and who had the paperclip turns, sees them, the other three, and just starts, you know, going, oh, you know, just his eyes, his pupils dilate, and he starts shouting, and it, it's reminiscent of um, Donald Sutherland from, uh, was it, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Did you ever see that movie? No. It, it's literally no. like a scene from that. Uh, aliens take over humans, and in one of the scenes, like when you're supposed to think, oh, someone is, you just found someone, and everything's going to be okay. It turns out he's one of the aliens who's been taken over, and he just starts, you know, going ah, you know, doing the same thing as the Blibly. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, the Blibly then charges them, and Desmond decides to take his revolver and finally pull it away from his head, and instead shoots a Blibly and just absolutely annihilates it. At which point, you know, Charlie comes over and says, "Hey, hey, man, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. You had to do he what you had to do. He was coming at us." And all of a sudden, Desmond, all he he finds a purpose in life, and he begins to smile. And you see, you know, he, he looks kind of gross and, and unkempt. But as he begins to smile, we transition to well, him being on TV. Well, no, he says so, he says before anything else happens, he goes, "That felt good." <laughs> yeah like yeah. he enjoyed murdering that being uh well that was self-defense keith he was coming at him with a a, a sharp object he enjoyed manslaughtering that being <laughs> he enjoyed defending himself against a blibly a one one-armed blibly <laughs> a one-armed blibly with a paper clip uh yep. <laughs> yeah yeah you call that self-defense go for it hey Anyhow, so the Blibly uh, charges him, gets blown apart to pieces. Like Keith mentions, uh, Desmond uh, feels good. He starts to smile, and you know you, you see these crooked, gross-looking teeth, and all of a sudden uh, it transitions to a nice smile and a, a much cleaner face and, and a full head of hair, and we see Desmond now on TV doing a commercial uh, basically for blibly extermination uh you know he goes on this to to describe some of the uh telltale signs of what blibly infestation is and i can't remember most of them except the one where you know have you found purple blibly crap on your floor and it just <laughs> it shows him pointing at what looks like blibly crap from you know 
that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. But it basically, I mean, it's kinda, Desmond it's finds a like purpose. Mice. Like you know, you have mice when you find mouse shit somewhere. Like, exactly. You know. Yeah. 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 So he basically becomes a blibly exterminator, which gives him purpose in life. He's now happy, and he's now smiling, and it turns out both Pim and Charlie ended up succeeding in their mission. But let's be honest, though. In his commercial, he eliminates Bliblies by shooting them and stabbing them and stomping on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there, there's no fucking, there's like no pesticides or traps. He literally comes in and fucking shoots all of them. And like cuts them up with knives and, and that like makes them happy. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I guess they say if you do what makes you happy, you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly. You'll just murder a bunch of blibblies and go home smiling. Yep. So uh we end up cutting back to the final scene of the episode where Charlie and Alan are sitting in the break room again and Alan explains how he can now finally enjoy his cheese that, that now that he's got it back and he finally eats it and and uh you know uh was it Charlie That cheese has seen some shit. Yeah, that's Yeah, it has. That's not good cheese anymore. But uh at this point, you know, like Charlie and and him start laughing over it and and just being playful and kind of cute about it, laughing and and uh, you know the the camera pans out and you see Pim sitting next to them and he's still comatose <laughs> and it's almost like a a Ren and Stimpy he's, close up, you yeah. know those scenes? Yeah, yeah. he's like grayed like out. Made out of claymation or something. Yeah, yeah, like real detail about like real grotesque detail with the close up and. Uh, you know they they pan out and right as the episode's about the end the alien from the television breaks through and it starts yelling you know thanks for watching hi thanks for watching hi thanks for watching uh which of course freaks out charlie and and alan and and charlie keeps telling alan to go grab it you know go grab it and and, and get it out of here cuz it's freaking him out and he starts to yell and then we cut to the the credits Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, that was Smiley Friends. <laughs> well, so I, many, I was uh, gonna. P- how many pieces of cheese would you give Smiling Friends? Hmm. Out of ten. Hmm. <sighs> this is a hard one. Um, <clears throat> I think I know what I'd give it. So but I don't know if you want to hear mine first. first. <laughs> I, you you can if you want to go first, go first. I I am certain that I will be probably lower than you. Oh yes, I, I expect you guys to be lower than me. Just uh, just because it's weird. It's not that I there's <laughs> there was some enjoyment right because it's just so strange. But like I just I have two children and a wife. And my time is limited, and I can't watch a show like this with that limited time. It's just not going to happen, Tom. <laughs> this this show was was a strange. I don't regret watching it, but it it was a strange oddity in my life that I will remember for an undetermined amount of time, and eventually forget about it. Hopefully, <laughs> you'll forget about it in about two weeks, and then you'll remember when I finally get this episode. You, no, like you know what it is. Months. Anytime somebody brings up like this show or Uncle Grandpa, I will think of the other show. 
because oh, yeah, they, yeah. they will be tied together in my brain. Uh, uh, but go ahead, Tom. Go ahead and rate this. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to tell you right now, I have watched Smiley Friends, Smiling Friends uh, Season 1 probably like 10 times. Wow. Uh, so I... I remember watching the first episode and my first reaction was like, what the fuck? And then I watched the next episode and I just fell in love with it. And I kept, I, 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 the episodes are only like 11 or 12 minutes long and there's like 10 yeah, episodes in the season or eight, uh, something. Yeah. So it goes by quick. I mean, you, you could get it done in like an hour, get the whole first season or almost an hour. Uh, I feel, so I feel like that, format is something that's kind of relatively new mm. that a lot of cartoons should really embrace. Hmm. Whether it's something like Bluey, which is obviously like top tier yeah. quality, or something yeah. that's a little bit weirder like this. True. Because like, True. the brevity helps it in both regards. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Like this, where I'm like a little bit iffy on it, like 11 minutes or 12 minutes is a lot more stomachable than, oh, here's another 22-minute episode. Let's see if I can make it through yeah. this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, continue. yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, I watched it. I got through it. Uh, loved it. And I went back to learn more about the creators of the show and, and start looking up some of their older work on YouTube and, and Battlegrounds. And, and uh, it was just, the more I learned about the show, the more. Newgrounds, sorry, I keep thinking Battlegrounds because I, I always think of that tank. Cause isn't their logo yeah. like that tank yep. over the orange? Yeah, and, and I always think of Battlegrounds instead of Newgrounds. Anyhow, um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I, I dug into it and learned more about the the show and the and the fact that they they like to you know their guest stars they they cast people from YouTube and and all these people that they cast like I know a lot of them or at least if I don't watch them regularly I know enough for where I could recognize the voice I'm like hey I know that voice that's a I've heard that voice on YouTube and anyhow um. It's just cool that they, they have this collaboration with so many YouTubers to, to make the show. Um, so I appreciate that, and I also appreciate really weird cartoons, and this was right up my alley. It is just... Re it's bizarre, but at the same time, that's the kind of stuff I like. So I, I give this show a solid 9, and like I've said, I've watched it like ten times over, and I uh, can't wait for season two. And I, I know you guys will give it much lower, but I'm just saying, this is my cup of tea. So, mm. you know, that's my uh, rating. It's nine precious pieces of cheese. No, and I, I respect that. I, I I don't dislike this show. It's not Smurfs, that's for sure. <laughs> um, something going for it. Uh, I would say maybe a little bit of warning before we got into it would have helped, but <laughs> the experiment would have, you know, turned out a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, I think this show does have the opportunity to grow on me, and like I was mentioning before with the 12-minute episodes... Mm. It's a lot more manageable 
Especially yes. when you consider that the whole first season is, what, nine episodes? Right. In fact, like, it was eight, and then they added an extra for, for yeah, Christmas, like, like an extra that's, holiday that's episode. That's a really short amount of time. Yeah. You know, especially with how fast-paced the show is. Yeah. Um, so I think I would give this 5.5 pieces of cheese out of 10. And I would say before the last, like, three minutes of the show, it was probably in the more of, like, the two to three pieces of cheese. Like, I was not into it until the end when it kind of all tied together. Mm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like the one redeeming quality that this had was when Desmond did his little monologue of like light <laughs> <laughs> life is just like people trying to distract themselves with pleasant things until the inevitable heat death of the universe happens. Essentially I, that, that actually did get me to laugh out loud. Um, <laughs> the rest of it was just weird and, I didn't, like, I feel like it's a different type of show. Like, I feel like maybe you get invested with the characters at some point, but they're just trying to be so weird and ridiculous with stuff that, like, it's almost like getting invested to the to the characters is, like, what you're not supposed to do. Um, <laughs> at least in the beginning here. I gotta give it a five. I mean, it's not not for the purpose of it being bad per se. It's just so weird, and I just don't like. Like I said, there's so many other things already on my list of like I would watch this. That like this would be like if this was 15 years ago, I probably would have been like, you know what? Let me watch a couple more episodes and like make a decision. <laughs> but but in my stage of life now, in my 30s with two kids, in limited time to, like, watch things and play things, like, I just wouldn't. Like, there's there's other things that I know are more surefire, and I just can't, dev- I can't devote the time. And I know you, you like this show, Tom, but, like... Oh, no, I, it's I understand. It was kind of like when I picked Uncle Grandpa, I was like, I feel like it's along those lines where I'm just like... Oh, this is fucking weird, and I want I want you guys to just share this experience with me, even though I don't necessarily like this mm-hmm. either. It was like, it was one of those things where I'm just like, I just want your opinions on the weird, and I'm just I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I'm not going to watch anymore. <laughs> no, I get that. I get which that. I feel, which I feel is terrible because if I cook somebody dinner, <laughs> they eat a couple bites, and we're like, I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just not going <laughs> to eat any more of it. I'd be like, wow, that's some fucking funny Five words. <laughs> the cheese out of 10 <laughs> right like i feel like i feel like they'd be fighting words but you know tom technically you didn't make this you just suggested it yes i suggested it and i also wanted to see what would happen if i didn't give you a heads up uh, so you, well you saw my text earlier when i was like well that, okay that was a show okay so okay that was that was the first thing that was i saw that text <laughs> 
before I, like, as I was preparing myself to watch it, I was just like, oh, well, here the fuck we go. Well, I didn't want to give it away, but at the same time, if if Corey didn't watch it, and I wanted to give some indication to Tom of, like, me just being like, well, that happened. <laughs> well, you know, I also thought about this. I, I thought, well, I picked this episode, like, a week and a half ago, even longer, or maybe even longer, because we were supposed to record last week, but we didn't due to Keith ruining everything. Um, Actually, that, I don't think it was me. That was me. Who's Corey? Oh, well, well Corey, you, you could have just let Keith take the blame. Oh, well, I mean, Keith, <laughs> Keith probably also. Well, actually, it was a little bit of me, a little bit of you, Tom, to be honest. Yeah, that's I true. know, but that—that's that's where we don't admit <laughs> that. We just say it was Keith. No, it was zero. We just say it was Keith. It makes it much simpler because then yeah. we don't have to really remember whose that's fault okay. it ever is. It. We can fix it in post. That's right. Okay. So anyhow, it was Keith's fault, and uh, we didn't watch it. But I was wondering, I'm like, okay, well, we kind of bailed. What like the day of recording so i thought well yeah. maybe one of them watched it and then i thought well maybe one of them will watch it in between now and the next time we go to record and then i realized nope nope they just waited till today to watch it and i still didn't give them a heads up so yep. yeah we'll see how this goes <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it wasn't like i said it wasn't bad it's just fucking weird yeah. 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 You it's know a- what would be weird? If you guys wanted to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate that. And we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast with us and potentially experiencing smiling friends for yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. This is what happens when I don't write notes. I, I don't know how I end the episode. <laughs> Until you don't remember one. your normal outro. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, well, no, because I I've altered it because of the different verbiage for Apple Podcast versus yeah, it's uh, true. Apple Podcast is the thing now. Doesn't exist to... anymore. Yeah. Oh like, yes, that's right. So until all are one. <laughs> I've been Corey. I've been Tom. It's a weird show, man. It's just a weird fucking show. Yeah, what the fuck, Tom? <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get for making us watch three Dragon Ball <laughs> series <laughs> back to back to back. It was actually spread out, though. True. Yes. It was like spread <laughs> out like multiple months apart just, in each instance. Yeah. It was like almost two months. They were traumatic, each one, in their own way. No, they were actually Not traumatic. Fun. They were... Whoa, 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 whoa. Do I have to remind you of the first episode, all the inappropriate stuff with the little boy oh, and no. the... Oh, inappropriate yeah. stuff, yeah. Tom. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> so Dang. inappropriate, Tom, not like this show. <laughs> Tom, he didn't have a guy holding a gun to his head the entire yeah, episode, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, by yeah. the way, did had zero trigger discipline because his finger was on the trigger the entire fucking episode. It was like I was waiting for him to accidentally blow his head off. And say bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye, friends.
Dick. <laughs>